Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Money and me on your money. Only on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Your Money. I'm Michelle Martin. We take a step back from the macro focus of the Singapore budget to turn our attention to what the budget means for people, families, seniors and the vulnerable were among the groups addressed in a budget that aimed for a caring and inclusive home. I'm checking in with Women's Advocates Aware, Singapore's Gender Equality Advocacy Group, who collaborated with 50 members of the community for their budget recommendations. This is the 10th year that Aware is called for policy changes in its annual budget submission. So what does AWARE think of the budget? Caregiving support, support for the aging, retirement and re-employment were amongst AWARE's priorities for this year. Joining me now is Shaley Hingarani. She's Head of Advocacy and Research at AWARE. Good morning, Shaley. Morning, Michelle. Before we talk about areas to cheer and areas that still need work from AWARE's perspective, I wonder if you can chat a little about how AWARE comes up with the budget wish list. Whose wishes are these? <laughs> so this year in particular, we tried to reach out to the communities that we work with, in particular caregivers, in particular academics, elder care service providers, and so on and so forth. And we presented to them a piece of research that we had done last year called Make Care Count that specifically looked at how family caregiving affects caregivers' retirement adequacy. We presented our recommendations to them and divided them into groups, into small groups, so that they could discuss these recommendations among themselves. We were pleasantly surprised that a lot of these groups actually decided to be far more radical, far more progressive than the recommendations that AWARE had come up with. One example in particular I would like to highlight that came from the community was universal basic income. It's not a recommendation that AWARE has made in the past, but because we wanted to represent what the community wants to see from the budget, we decided to include it in this year's wish list. This is universal basic income for caregivers, yeah? Yes. All right. So to the broader question for this year, to what extent has Budget 2020 met AWARE's wish list for this year? Can you give us a broad overview? Absolutely. So let me start by saying that we really appreciate that the government had a really difficult budget to put together this year, mostly because of coronavirus. So we really appreciate the fact that the government managed to balance immediate needs with a plan for the future. Having said which, when we specifically looked at the measures that were announced yesterday for older workers, for seniors, we paid particular attention to three things. One, the max saving scheme, which we have certain questions about, and I think that's pretty natural because a lot of the details are going to unfold during Committee of Supply debate. Mm-hmm. So that's one. The second is silver support. And the third is the senior worker package that the government announced yesterday. Now, if you give me a minute, I would like to go over all these three measures one by one. We can start with the match saving scheme. We actually think that this is an incredibly good idea because it specifically targets retirement savings and it targets those people who are unable for a number of different reasons to meet the basic retirement sum. We took a lot of interest in the fact that 435,000 individuals were identified as not being able to reach BRF or the basic retirement sum. Mm -hmm. 
I think it would be great to get some more information on this number because it seems like a relatively large number because we're only talking about Singaporeans between the ages of 55 and 70. Should this number give us a possible concern? That's one. Second, the government capped the matching at 600 on a yearly basis. And we were interested in how the government sort of arrived at the 600 figure, whether the government thinks 600 is going to be enough. And of course, this is matching. So the recipient will ultimately receive $1,200 in their CPF accounts. But we wondered if this is enough to help older members of our population. When we were looking at the 600 figure, we also wondered why the government did not sort of push to give matching up until the basic retirement sum was achieved, since that seems to be the starting point for this particular initiative. Mm. And finally, because the scheme is going to be short term, it's time bound, right? It's going to be introduced next year, and it's going to run until 2025. To us, that reads like the government is piloting something new. And what we're interested in is if the government is able to establish what the success criteria of the scheme is going to look like. Why would the government extend it beyond 2025? And what would be some of the reasons why the government would maybe experiment with something new or discontinue the scheme entirely? So that's number one. Mm -hmm. Number two is silver support. AWARE in the past has called for enhancements to silver support, which we think is a fantastic scheme. We were particularly heartened by the fact that the payout quantum is going to be increased and that the eligibility criteria is going to be expanded so that more households, more elderly members who are unable to sort of pay for their expenses can be covered under the scheme. Now, if you were to combine the math savings scheme with the enhanced silver support, yeah. and, um, you know, the finance minister sort of gave an example um, of a uh, of a household with two elderly members in the speech yesterday, we see that the total payout comes to 1,004, which is a substantial improvement on what it used to be. But looking at the minimum income standard study that was done by researchers from NUS and NGU last year, we at AWAI were also wondering if 1,004 is enough or not. Because the MIS standard for elderly households with an elderly husband and wife is meant to be 2003. So where do we think the gap is going to be made up from? Since we've already recognized that these are elderly members of our population who are not able to derive a lot of income from work. Right. So that's second. And the third is obviously the senior worker package, which we were actually really excited about because it focused squarely on employability. We looked at the senior employment credit, which is kind of like the special employment credit that used to give a wage offset to employers for hiring older workers. So it's been refashioned into this new employment credit. We're interested to know how the previous sort of scheme worked, whether it was successful or not, in encouraging more older workers to be employed, because that should be the basis for extending this scheme further. So at the moment, we're we're really happy with the number of initiatives that the government announced, mm-hmm. but we're waiting for more details. All right. um, so heartened we- by the commitment for seniors in particular for assurance in retirement. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I would like to say, though, 
We, as a gender equality organization, we're always interested in announcements that specifically target women. Yes. And some of us at AWARE did a quick control find on the budget speech yesterday and found that women or women was only mentioned once in the speech yesterday. Oh, interesting. Um, and only in relation to Daughters of Tomorrow, which was brought up as an extraordinary charity in the speech. So that was a little <laughs> upsetting. We thought that because the government had released a gender pay gap report earlier this year, that there may be a bigger focus on women and how the government can help employers narrow this gender pay gap, which was estimated to be about 16%. I'm talking about the unadjusted gender pay gap. We were also interested to note that caregivers did not find a mention. We talked a lot about care and building an inclusive sort of society, building an inclusive home. And there was one mention of the fact that some people may not have their basic retirement sum in place because of caregiving responsibilities. But beyond this mention, unless we missed something fairly big, caregivers were also not mentioned. So that was another sort of area of concern for us. But we are definitely happy with the budget, happy with the fact that the government managed to do this impossible task of sort of balancing immediate needs with a long-term sort of outlook. And we're waiting to see more details. Yeah, it's been described as an extraordinary budget for extraordinary times. Shaley, thank you so much for your thoughts this morning. Thank you so much. Shaley Hingarani there, Head of Advocacy and Research at AWARE, the Association of Women for Action and Research. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.